Welcome to the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. I'm your host, Kate Krakow, author, therapist, and business mindset coach. In just 20 minutes a week, I'm going to coach you to your breakthrough, whether you're folding laundry, walking the dog, or in the school pickup line. It's hard to chase your dreams, chase clients, and chase littles at the same time. Your inner critic doesn't have to hold you back anymore. Together, we'll make you the boss of your brain so you can become the confident boss of your business and your life. Ready for your weekly mindset makeover? Let's turn your limiting beliefs into limitless opportunity starting now. Welcome to episode 143 of the Thinking Like a Boss podcast. This week, we are back for our last part of the six-part series. That was supposed to be a four-part series, but I just kept babbling and babbling and felt like it would be fun to be able to share more with you. (laughs) So anyways, this week, we're going to be talking about where my life is headed and where my business is headed. I always wonder when I look at my mentors from afar, I see the work they've done in the past. I see the work that they're working on in the present right now, but I always wonder, what are they brainstorming? Like, what are they dreaming up for their future? Um, and it's always a question I'd like to ask them because I always want to know, like, how long does it take for them to get to that next place that they're headed to? So that's what we're going to talk about this week. Again, this is our last part. This has been a raw, unedited six part series where I have just talked about life, given you updates where I'm at. There's kids screaming in the background. There are babies crying, dogs barking. Um, but I'm here again. I'm not on my regular podcast equipment. I'm sitting here on my phone, hiding in my closet, which I also call my office, um, which actually is my office. If you go to my Instagram page and look at pictures, that's the office you see it's in a closet. So before I start babbling without further ado, let's dive into episode 143 of the thinking like boss podcast. All right. So guys, we are back and I'm going to share with you just a little bit about where we're going with this business, where we're going with life. So last week I shared about what my day is like and not so glamorous at all. Pretty boring, actually. Um, I pretty much am um, a house mom or housewife, stay-at-home mom. And although kids are in daycare four days out of the seven days of the week, and the rest of all that time is filled to the brim with doing fun things. We try to keep them out of the house as much as we can because in the house, uh, it's just a recipe for disaster. The house also gets destroyed when everybody's here. I'm sipping my coffee. So life is very, very busy here. And when the kids are at daycare, I am grocery shopping. I am cleaning. I am doing laundry. <laughs> that's you guys probably think that, yeah, that's your favorite thing to do. No, I despise laundry. Um, but somebody has got to do it. Um, and something that we actually invested in when baby drew was born, literally like the week that he was born, we got started. So this was eight weeks ago, um, is a housekeeper and she comes just one day a week to deep clean everything. So again, I'm cleaning every day. However, it's really nice to have someone who can come in and deep clean, like, like wipe down baseboards and windows and like all that stuff that can very easily fly under the radar and you forget about until you realize there's cobwebs and an inch thick of dust on baseboards and windows and all that stuff. 
So that has been something uh, really important, I guess I should say to us to be able to invest in that and something I've been waiting for for a long time. We actually had someone who did the same for us before Annabelle was born. So that was four years ago. And after she was born, we decided because I was going to scale back in my business, um, that I would just, we would just do it. We would do it together. So the last four years we've done it on our own. And I'll just say it's not in our zone of genius. We are awful cleaners. Um, but we've said, you know, the several hundred thousand, not hundreds of thousands, the several hundred dollars, <laughs> several hundred dollars. I haven't finished my coffee yet this morning. Um, that we spend a month, we wanted to invest in different areas of our businesses and it served us very well for those four years. However, um, now it's really nice to have somebody helping and she's so wonderful, just such a wonderful person. I just really enjoy when she's here and we get to chit chat and talk about life also. Um, so anyways, where is life headed here? So I sort of, I feel like with birthing babies, there is always this new level of insight and inspiration and passion that is birthed alongside the baby. And it's like everything feels really muddy and unclear. And then once the baby comes, I'm like, oh my God, my mind is clear again. And now I can think and now I know what I want. And there sometimes are a few weeks, maybe even a few months of uncertainty and um, things still feeling sort of uneasy. However, I'm in that place now, eight weeks postpartum, where I'm like, wow, everything is really, really clear and everything feels really good. And I know exactly what I want. And really what my next book, so my next book comes out March of 2022, this coming March. What it's about is creating a life of alignment and setting those lines, boundary lines, drawing that line. That's what the book is called. Drawing the line, drawing those boundary lines where we need to, in order to create a beautiful, fulfilling life where we feel like we're living it exactly how we want to live it. And I honestly and truthfully feel like that's how I'm living right now. Like I am doing everything I want to do. And I don't feel held back and I don't feel like, um, I'm doing things for people, um, because I feel obligated or, um, I feel like I can't be myself. Like I'm, I feel very unapologetic, um, and able to just speak my mind and do what I know feels best for me, for my family. And it's a really incredible place to be in. However, I wasn't always here, right? It's taken years to sort of get to this place. And what's in alignment for me today, what feels so right and so true is going to be completely out of alignment, maybe tomorrow or maybe in two months or two years. Right. And I think we have to be really gentle and kind with ourselves because it's easy to be judgmental and say like, but I said like this was an alignment last week or two months ago and 
now it's completely against my beliefs and I'm embarrassed. Um, to live a, a life of true alignment, we have to really put our pride aside. Um, and that's what the first chapter is about is it's called never say never. And I think often we are judgmental of ourselves, of other people. And like, you know, the whole thing, like, uh, like when you're a kid or a teenager, you're like, uh, my mom is so mean. And when I'm a parent someday, I would never make my kid do that or never. I would let them do whatever they want. Right. And then what happens is we go through life even when we change our minds and we're like, oh no, actually like my mom was right. Or it's, it actually turns out that I thought my parents were the strictest people in the world, which they were. And you know what? I think I'm going to be even stricter than they were <laughs> in many ways. Um, and we have to be again, really gracious with ourselves because it's easy to say like, oh, but that was my belief and I can't go against that now. Or, um, I was very vocal in feeling this way for years and everybody knew me as feeling that way and believing those beliefs. And now it feels like, I feel like a hypocrite going against that and believing something different and wanting something different. Um, so I'd rather just sort of keep pretending that, that's where I am. Those are my beliefs and blah, 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 blah. Um, rather than having to put my pride aside and say, Hey, I'm, I've changed my mind or I think my belief system before was wrong or whatever it might be. Right. So in order to live a life of alignment, we first have to really put our pride aside. Um, and I sure the, the next book is very, um, story heavy. It's, I tell a lot of story, love talking about my experiences and, um, using story as a way to illustrate these ideas. Hey guys, so spring is on its way finally. And I don't know about you, but when I think about the spring, I think about people getting outside more, being more social, getting more visible. And when I say visible, I want to introduce you guys to my course invisible to impactful. I bet some of you are wanting to use that new spring energy and put yourselves out there in business even more. And if that's you, and if you've been wondering how to get yourself visible, how to work through some of those fears and insecurities and limiting beliefs that maybe you tell yourself that's been holding you back from getting visible, this course is for you. It is simple, it is straightforward, and I also give you a bonus module. And the bonus module includes how to create all of your content for an entire year in about 30 minutes a week. Once you go through 13 weeks of creating your content, you are pretty much done forever. It's crazy, I know. Ask all of my clients, ask all of my mastermind ladies, I love making things simple. And this is how I started doing my content five years ago and still do it today. So I want to give you guys a special little bonus because I'm on maternity. I am spending beautiful time outside right now. And why not just give you a fun little bonus? So anyways, get $100 off. Let's go from invisible to impactful with the code 
Thinking Like a Boss podcast. Now, this has to be all in caps, okay? So uppercase letters, Thinking Like a Boss podcast. Head on over to keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Keycrackle.com forward slash courses. Again, get $100 off with the code Thinking Like a Boss podcast in all caps. Guys, don't wait. Go get started now. This is my signature course has been out there for four years and people swear by it. All right. Love ya. So yeah, so that comes out in 2022, March. I can't wait. Less than a year away. Um, and since writing that book, I've just had this like overwhelming feeling. And since having the baby, especially like before I remember saying like, Oh, once I start my private therapy practice, like I'm set for life. Like that's all I want to do is be a private practitioner, um, and just have clients all day long. And then once I got into that, I started doing consulting, right? Cause people were asking and I was like, I could do this all day long. That's all I want to do. And then came online coaching. Same thing, right? I just want to coach one-on-one all day long. And then I developed the mastermind. I just want to be in the mastermind all day long. And I still want to coach and support people in my mastermind. However, I do also have this really deep desire now to want to continue writing books. And when I say this scary goal out loud, I've said this many times in the past, um, but I sort of like, I said it like meaning it, but maybe half-heartedly sort of meaning it and not really believing it could be possible. But I really want to be one of those authors that writes a new book, like maybe every 18 months or so. Um, I really, really enjoy writing. And here's the thing. I wish that I could show up on Instagram every single day and like take an hour out of my day to sit down and like have something really powerful and inspiring to say. Um, but I just can't find the time to do it. And I think because it's not something that I I'm on a deadline for, right? Cause it's not like, I mean, all of the content I put out there is all free. So it's not like I'm being paid to do it where like, I know I have to. However, when you're working with a publishing house, um, they're paying you to do the work. So you need to do the work. So yeah, so it would be incredible to have the opportunity to publish more books and, you know, it's, it's funny because I talk about this in the next book about how 2020 was really a year of me, like putting my pride aside and not realizing until then, like how much sort of I was wrapped up into my business and like this picture of what I wanted to be. Um, and again, it's funny because I, I can look back and feel almost shame, like thinking like, Oh, but I remember talking about that and thinking like a boss, like being so wrapped up in my early business and like being wrapped up in the numbers and all of this. Um, but then I, I healed from that. Right. And I moved on, but then there was the next thing. Right. And I was really wrapped up in like wanting to be a successful author and what I thought that looked like, which was like traveling and speaking and all these things. And, um, how 2020 with the pandemic, just everything was really stripped away from me. And I essentially became a stay at home mom because our kids were home with us for 
eight months and all of those dreams and things I'd worked so hard for leading up to my book launch were completely stripped away um, because there was no traveling. There were no book signings, all these exciting and sort of glamorous things that I put on a pedestal and like wanted so badly were completely taken from me. Um, and it really, really humbled me and realized actually like, this is what matters the most to me is being home with my kids and spending as much time with them as I can. And, um, rather than focusing so heavily on making this impact to all of these other people and women in the world, I still want to do that. But the most important impact is these little humans and girls that I'm raising at home right now, because they have the opportunity to make an even bigger impact than I ever can. Right. Um, especially cause there's two of them. So I need to pour into them as much as I can so that they can go and make an impact. So, um, I was really knocked over in 2020. It was one of the harder years, maybe even the hardest in the beginning of 2020, um, that I've experienced and just everything like family stuff that was happening, stuff in our businesses, marriage, like it was bad. It was really bad, really rocky. Um, and I could not see how it could ever get better. I was sort of just in that low place. Um, also a lot of anxiety early on the pandemic, you know, we live in New York and there's just a lot of fear here and there still is like even a year later, like people are very fearful. This probably will offend some people saying this, but I chuckle every time. And, you know, some people have a very valid reason to do this, um, who are maybe immune and compromised or, you know, have some type of illness. However, I can't tell you how many times a day I'm walking or driving and I'm passing people on the road who have rubber gloves and masks on while they're driving in their cars completely alone with their windows up. Like that's what New York feels like. And it's just like I chuckle, but I'm also like, that's really sad. Like it's really sad that people are living in that much fear. And yeah, I lived in fear like that early on. I remember like my dad and mom like came up to the window, our living room window to like wave and say hello. And I, they're like, open the window. And I'm like, no, I can't let the, like, what if you're the breeze, like pushes your, um, like breathing particles into the house and contaminates, you know, like I was one of those people who was terrified. And then I realized like God really showed me like, what do you have? Like, do you really want to live like this? Do you want to live in fear and be crippled in fear and miss out on life? And we just sort of decided, like, it's not worth, like, my mental health is always above everything. Like, I would rather risk my physical health um, and get to see family and who also feel the same way, right? We're not going to, like, if people are uncomfortable, we're not going to go visit them. But if they feel the same way, we're going to risk our physical health and, um you know, spend time with them and bring the girls on adventures and not keep them caged inside the house all day. 
And again, I know this is a very, a very like, I don't know, a very tricky subject to talk about. People get very, very offended from either side. But life is too short to stay inside and to hide away from the world. And that's just how I feel. That's personally how I feel. For other people, like if that's what works for you, your family, like that's, that's cool. That's your decision. Um, but I think we also have to learn to not judge other people. Um, and see their situation from a place of humility and like understanding, right? Like when I see those people that are driving around in their cars alone with their windows up with rubber gloves on, sometimes double, I've seen double masks too, um, in cars. I, at first, maybe I chuckle cause I'm like, wow, that's different, right? It feels uncomfortable cause that's different than the way I'm living. However, ultimately I feel sadness for them. I feel hurt and pain for them because there's a reason why they're covered up like that. Like they're living in so much fear and maybe it's maybe because they, you know, they really are um, immune and compromised or whatever, but they may just also be that afraid of death. Um, and it really makes me sad when I see that. So yeah. So anyways, 2020 was a year of really just sort of like pushing me down to the bottom, helping me realize my priorities, helping me work through a lot of fear of like, I'm going to come out of this pandemic better than ever. I'm not going to fear life. Um, I'm going to live life and know that ultimately there's always a plan, right? And um, life is not meant for us to be alone. And that's the other thing is that we're not meant to live alone, right? We're meant to live a life in community with others. And isolation has killed a lot of people this year. Like it's always killed a lot of people, sadly, but it's hurt a lot more people this year. Like people are mentally struggling like never before. Um, I can't tell you how many therapists I talk to who are completely booked up and like never had that issue or like brand new therapists who just opened their practices, which is great for them, right? For business. But there's a reason why there's so many therapy platforms now also online. People are struggling. People are living in fear. And I think a big part of it is because we have, we're not made to live in isolation. We're meant to live in community and we're meant to be around others. Um, that's Annabelle singing in the background. Um, and it really hurt me for the kids when they thankfully like they have siblings, right? So there's now there's three of them, but there's two of them before. So at least they had a play buddies to play with, but for children like to be in a home all day long without any other interaction, like that's not good for them. Um, so I just really pray for our world, our country, that people can stop living in fear and um, can understand, like to see the positive of working through that fear and risking other things to have 
positive mental wellness, right? Um, so yeah, like again, we've been going, we went back to the gym back in September, which when this podcast recording comes out, it was just about a year ago when we started like going out to eat again, doing all the things. And it was really depressing because we were like the only ones at times. Um, like we go to a restaurant and we're like the only one sitting there. And, um, yeah, so I just want to encourage you to really put that fear aside, um, and to ask yourself, like, what means, what matters most to me? So anyways, again, 2020 was this year of just awakening and literally creating a new 2020 vision for me, um, to see life from a different lens. And also, this is sort of ironic too, is that 2020 was the year of like literally physically muzzling people, right? Making us wear masks. And I feel like so many people have sort of stayed in that place of like feeling like they have to stay quiet. They can't talk. Uh, they can't share what's on their heart. They can't share what they believe in. And I think, um, it's really time. And especially now that like, you know, there's a lot of the mask restrict restrictions are lifted and you don't have to wear one. Um, it's time for you to take off that mask and take off that muzzle. I like to call it because it literally felt, felt like a muzzle. Take that muzzle off and start speaking your truth and um, no longer feel like you can't speak up and um, you can't share. Like maybe it's a dream you have and you've just been like, uh, I need to stay small. Like 2020 was like that year of like keeping people in this false sense of safety keeping them small, keeping them like protected, which was not a protected environment. It was a very dangerous environment. Um, so take that off and go out there and start sharing. Like, what are the dreams on your heart? Who do you want to be? Where do you want to go and be unapologetic in that? Um, yeah, I have so many conversations with people in DMS um, like every now and then I'll post a little something that people who have a similar belief system to me will notice, right? And they'll, they'll get, they'll be like, Oh, I get it now. She believes like I do. And we'll have really cool conversations in the DMs. Um, but when you have a different belief system, you won't notice. Um, but it's just been really heartwarming to have some of these conversations behind the scenes with people. Um, so anyways, moving forward for 2021 and so on, like, I just want to write books. I want to talk about what's on my heart. want to be unapologetic in them. I don't want to feel like I have to script myself or hold back at all. And, you know, my first book, Thinking Like a Boss, I originally wrote it to a faith-based audience. And then we decided to change it. And so that everyone, it would be inclusive and everyone could read it and feel, um, like they identify with it and that it speaks to them. And that edit editing process was so grueling. 
and in many ways, like almost traumatizing. And this next book I said, I was like, I am going to be as unapologetic as I can be. Like, I'm going to share stuff in this book that maybe I've never shared with anyone before because I'm just tired. It feels hard when we have to um, censor ourselves. So this book is a faith-focused book. Um, it is not just for business owners. It's not geared toward business owners at all. It's for everyone. It's for all women. Um, and there were like areas in the book where even I had like wrote some comments with the editor and I was like, should I say like trigger warning here? And she was so wonderful. And she was like, here's the thing you could, but also you don't have to, you can just be unapologetic and not feel like you have to apologize ahead of time for something that's true to you because you're afraid of hurting someone else. And that was freeing. So she was like, you, you have a choice. You can say trigger warning or you can just say it. And I said, you know, the, the past me would have felt bad and had to say trigger warning, but I'm not going to do that this time. I'm just going to speak my truth and that's it. So anyways, that's where this year is headed. I really feel called to lean more into the faith space. Um, to just to keep coaching in my business, but really share more of the behind the scenes, more of the side of just who I am and to not feel like I have to stick with an agenda, right? Like this has to be business content all the time. Um, and it feels really good. And I hear little ones calling for me. So, Hey, Annabelle. And I hear my husband saying downstairs. I'm wrapping up now. (laughs) Real life here. So anyways, I will be back next week with a brand new series for you. Again, we're going to dive more into teaching again. Um, This was just a very behind the scenes little six part series for you guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Let me know your thoughts. If you can relate it all. Love to hear. Share this with someone. And... Yeah, love you guys. I look forward to seeing you next week. Hey friends, make sure you subscribe so you can receive the latest episode automatically downloaded wherever you are listening to this show. We also read every single review. So make sure you let us know what you thought about today's episode by leaving a review. Love ya.